All right, y'all back, back with another episode. One of my new friends, uh, Dr. Peter, Peter Kim, who is the owner of Passive MD, the Leverage and Grow Accelerator, and uh, lots of other things. Today, we are going to be talking about multiple streams of income. So important in our industry. Be right back after this intro. Welcome back, Tribe. You are listening to Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box, where we invite doctors, dentists, and medical entrepreneurs who are breaking the mold, stepping outside the box as entrepreneurs, and practicing on their terms to share their journey, wisdom, and their inspiration with the world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne. My calling is to help doctors find freedom, fulfillment, and full self-expression. I have helped dozens of medical professionals transform their mindset, leverage their skill set, and build profitable businesses and careers they love. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an opportunity for inspiration, motivation, and empowerment with me and our amazing guests. Now, let's take it to the next level, y'all. Here we go. Okay, y'all, we're back with another episode of Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box. And I am so excited to have my new friend and colleague, Dr. Peter Kim. He is a board-certified anesthesiologist, but he is also the owner, the founder of PassiveMD. You guys, if you have been, if you're in on earth at all, you all know about Dr. Peter Kim. And I'm just honored to have him here. And he's also the founder of Leverage and Grow Accelerator. We're going to talk about all that, but I just want to start by welcoming you. Um, Peter, thank you so much for coming on. And I just want to uh, say what an honor it is to have a gargantuan like you on my show. Uh, I'm just excited to be here. This is going to be so much fun. I'm honored to be, I've been wanting to be part of this for so long. So I finally made it. Thanks. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so I, I want to start just by getting your story. I mean, because you know, a lot of docs out there who are still dreaming. I mean, that's why you create the Leverage and Growth uh, Accelerator, dreaming of wanting to, at the beginning of creating their own businesses or even just creating other streams of income, side gigs, whatever you want to call it. And so where did that start for you? Tell us a little bit of history. You know, it's funny because when I really go back, I think I've always had this kind of entrepreneurial kind of mindset, even as a kid. I think the way it started is I started you know do like lemonade stands in the neighborhood. What I used to do is I, I grew up on like this like golf course kind of like area. Mm -hmm. And what I used to do when I was a kid, I used to go hunting in the woods for, for golf balls. I remember I used to clean them all up, sit there at the first tee and I used to sell them. Uh, oh to God. golfers as they came by. I remember my friend and I would do that. And along with a drink or something, you know, you do a little upsell. I and we used to that. do that just, yeah, just for fun in the community and that sort of thing. Cause we'd go hunting in the woods. Nobody else wanted to go hunting in the woods, but it was fun for us. And I think we really enjoyed it. And it wasn't really for the money. I don't really remember making much money from it, but it, it was just like a fun venture for us to do, especially in the summers as kids and that sort of thing. And, you know, growing up, uh, my father was a physician. And so I always kind of assumed that I was going to be a physician. But I always found myself kind of taking on odd jobs, whether it was, you know, summer type jobs right. or whether it was like working in restaurants or something like that. And even throughout college, 
just took on all sorts of odd jobs, whether it was kind of like marketing type jobs or kind of, uh, you know, um, you know, even those people that sit at booths and kind of give away free stuff. Like, I don't know, for some reason I found myself with that. Yeah. I was giving away free t-shirts like a credit card company would hire me to just to give away free t-shirts and stuff like that. So uh, I I think I learned a lot then about kind of sales and talking to people and things like that. It wasn't, I never really expected to go into business per se, although I did start as an econ major. I guess that was my way of rebelling a little bit. I thought, yeah. hey, maybe I will go into business. Mm-hmm. But as I started taking my pre-med classes, it kind of drew me back into medicine. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I never really thought I would be able to flex those you know, business uh, muscles mm-hmm. later on, but I kind of fell into it accidentally. I, I think that I, you know, you're so focused on the medical track mm-hmm. once you're in it, right? You're just yeah. like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta get into residency. Oh, first yeah. of all, I gotta survive medical school. Caution. Then I gotta get into re- then I gotta get into residency and then I gotta get into fellowship yeah. and I gotta get that job. And so yeah. you're just like so focused. I wasn't thinking about anything else, mm-hmm. but then once I got my job, I was like, what's next? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where it started you know, some of the ideas, I started to find a little bit more time for some of those ideas again, once I started becoming an attending. That's so interesting because I hear a lot of that recently, and I'm sure you do too, that what's next. And I think once upon a time, um, our, our, our parents, because my dad was a, an OBGYN and my mom was a dentist, the mindset was once you are a physician, you made it and you go and you practice for 30 years and then you retire and it's such a different mindset that we have now because i think you're probably closer to my generation where it's like okay been there done that what's next right and i know that for me it was like higher calling but it was like to just see just just the 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 drone of the that the day after day doing the same thing over and over you know, it's, it's, it's good money, but what else is there to do? So that's really cool. I think one thing I really love about what you said as a kid, because I, I think about as a parent, what you're talking about, like, oh, okay, so as a child, you were all sort of into entrepreneur, entrepreneurism, you didn't even realize it. And one of the things, I have a son that's five and a half, most, you probably know this, and most listeners know, I talk about him all the time, is I'm always talking to him about from an entrepreneurial standpoint. So like growing a, a garden and maybe like selling some of the fruit or he's like, oh mommy, I know what we could sell next. And I love that. I love that. And it, it just goes to show, and I guess I'm kind of speaking to the parents here is that the entrepreneurial mindset in a lot of ways does come from the environment. And there must've been something in your environment as a child, even though it was fun for you, for you to even know to do something like that. So I think that's pretty amazing. And it is a lesson to us parents out there that we can really begin to instill this as building some type of legacy uh, for our kids to be able to provide for themselves. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, my my daughter recently, she kind of came up with the idea to take some items in our house that we weren't using and sell them Wow. (laughs) well to our family but then also she wanted to do good with it she's like look i can she's trying to do the whole like hey i'm gonna spend some but i'm gonna save some i'm also gonna give some and it's funny because i was really proud of her it's funny because i'm like she's finding our own stuff to sell and she's kind of it's cute but she's selling to our own family and Mm -hmm. things like that Mm -hmm. but um you know it's not about the money and so you know that's what i think but it's just the kind of the mindset that hey there's other value that you can provide and then with that you know money being a tool 
you can use that to not only impact yourself, but impact others. And I thought mm -hmm. like that, that's a good lesson. And yeah. You know, she didn't really, we didn't really let her follow through by selling all her stuff, but, <laughs> but I just, I just liked the mindset and I was like, that yeah. is so cool. Mm -hmm. and, and that's something that I definitely encourage my kids. That's super cool. So now you're here and you're attending and you're like, what's next? So then what happened? Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect to necessarily go into other things. I was just kind of finding hobbies for myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I enjoy playing golf and, you know, doing these type of things, yeah. but something happened at work a couple of years into being an attending, uh, the, you know, pretty much the person who controls my schedule. Uh, I had expected like once I hit a certain status, like partnership status, mm -hmm. that uh, I guess a certain number of like allocation of shifts would come my way. Mm -hmm. And that was my full expectation when I joined, I was mm -hmm. set and mm -hmm. this was going to be my life and it was going to be good. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is that didn't actually materialize. Mm -hmm. And in fact, it, it kind of got the opposite. I lost shifts. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at the situation and I thought it was totally unfair. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking, this is not right. This is not what was promised. Mm -hmm. And, you know, somebody's taking advantage of me is what right. I kind of felt. Right. And I realized I was pretty powerless in that situation. Mm -hmm. I got really upset about it. Mm -hmm. I remember I would tell my wife and for a couple of nights, I didn't sleep very well. You know, mm -hmm. you wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. I was like, my, my jaws were tight. I was wow. grinding my teeth. Right. And I was like, this is not good. And I remember sitting there really upset about it. And, you know, in that type of mindset, you're just, it's, you're not really being creative. You can't be resourceful. It was just like, you're just sitting there stewing. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing, you know, that's what I was doing for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know what it was, but something snapped in me. And I said, all right, I'm going to figure something else out mm -hmm. because like, this is not what I signed up for. I thought I was set and I realized that I was not in control of my time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, time is money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And then money's life or mm -hmm. time is life, all of it. So I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, if this is happening to me now, where am I going to be in five years? Where mm -hmm. am I going to be in 10 years with the mm -hmm. way medicine's going? Yeah. And so that's when I started looking out there for other people and saying, there's got to be somebody else who's figured this out because mm -hmm. trust me, I'm not the only one in this situation. Yeah. And so I just started going around the hospital and luckily as an anesthesiologist, I you know, I interact with a lot of different people in different yeah, fields. Yeah. You know, I'm in, I'm in a room one day with an ENT surgeon or I'm in another room with GI or mm -hmm. I'm in labor and delivery doing these right. type of things. Yeah. And so I get, you know, I get a lot of exposure to a lot of different types of physicians. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of them aren't super happy <laughs> as you probably know. Yep. But there are those, yeah. <laughs> but there are those few that you meet and you're like, wait a minute. I think they've got something figured out because they're walking in. Yeah. They're happy. They got a smile on their face. They talked right. about this great thing. They just tripped. They went on with their family. And, right. and then you see them on social media and you're like, wait a minute. How are you living this kind of life? And so what I started doing is I just started really seeking out those people. And it felt mm -hmm. a little weird at first, but I just go up to them and say, hey, I, I don't know. You're living this kind of life. You seem to be pretty happy as a physician. You mm -hmm. seem to have good balance. Like, how are you doing these things? Mm -hmm. And I might've talked to, I don't know, 10 to 12 doctors. And I, you know, after a while, I just, I saw a pattern. And mm -hmm. the pattern was that all of them seemed to have something else outside of medicine mm -hmm. you know, to support them, not only financially, but also in terms of being able to have some sort of diversification of like their identity, like yes. they're not just physicians. Yes. They had other things in their lives that they were proud of. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it was like a, you know, real estate investor or a business owner mm -hmm. or these kind of things. And I was like, wait a minute, you can do these things and be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. and, and they were like, yeah, you can absolutely do those things. Mm -hmm. You make time for what's important. Mm -hmm. And once I saw that, I said, all right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to figure out some other way outside of medicine, mm -hmm. especially to create income mm -hmm. so that I wouldn't be tied to this 
you know, this whole thing in medicine. So I didn't, wasn't tied to somebody mm-hmm. like who I consider like administration or whatever it right. was who was controlling my time. Mm-hmm. And I knew that again, if I didn't do anything in five, 10 years, like I, I'd regret it. Mm-hmm. And there was enough pain there in that moment, enough, yeah. you know, enough stress at that moment that made me say, all right, I've got to do something different. And then that's mm-hmm. what got me down this whole path of thinking about multiple streams of income. It's so funny, you know, you said like, so I st- it's still here. It still baffles me that I hear this, but I still hear it's like, there's something else. I still hear it. Like even today, cause I know you've had Passive MD for quite a while now. And, yeah. and I remember myself when I was thinking about making my transition, you know, shout out to Dick Drummond. He was my first physician mentor, like finding him, calling him and being like, okay, I want you to teach me what you're doing. Cause I'm ready to mm-hmm. do that. You know, and I think one of the things that is really powerful about that is being willing to um, ask for that, that feedback or ask for help, being humble enough to say, look, whatever you're, you're doing is working. I kind of want a piece of that. So can you tell me what's going on here? You know, <laughs> and so that's, that's really a powerful thing that I think that we've been taught that asking for help is weak. We've been taught that, you know, um, reaching out is is beneath us that we're you know like all mm-hmm. of that like if we are, we ask for help then we can't hang we can't hack it all of these crazy you know limiting thoughts that we've been that have been installed in our minds and it's i think it's very powerful when you know i, I meet a doc that that's early on it's like look what'd you do and i think that's a very powerful message but also to hear that even now there are still doctors that are like what you can be a doctor and do something else and you know, being a, a leader in sort in, in the in the field and being um, an influencer like you are, you are really showing a lot of people how you can diversify. And I love the way you said it: diversify your income and also diversify your identity. It doesn't always have to be inside of medicine. So that's really wonderful. And talk about multiple streams of income, man. You know, there's so many ways to do it, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's. That's part of the whole reason I put together the Leverage and Growth Summit for those mm-hmm. who are part of it. Mm-hmm. It was a summit where we put together 50 physicians who were doing things, you know, essentially leveraging the medical degrees to do things outside of medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, some things were related a little bit tighter to medicine. Some things were a little bit less related to medicine, you know, but they were doing people who are doing podcasts and blogs and coaching and, you know, things like that. We're, we're starting businesses, doing venture capital, doing different things. And so, I just wanted to show that there are people and stories of people doing all sorts of things outside medicine yeah. uh, to create income. And the, the thing that I tell people is that, you know, a lot of people limit themselves and they say, yeah, I'm just a physician. I, all I know is what I know. Like I trained in this. So I, I've never done any business training. I didn't go to get an MBA. I didn't get all these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But the thing that you realize is like, that's not what separates you and determines success, right? Absolutely. It's not that background. It's like, we all have the ability in terms of the ambition, mm-hmm. the ability to focus, mm-hmm. obviously get it done. Otherwise we would not have gotten to where we're at. We would not yeah. have gone through medical school, residency yeah. training, and this kind of thing. If we didn't have that ability to kind of really focus and channel that energy and get mm-hmm. things done. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what business is about. Like taking ideas, but actually taking action on them and getting it done. And so yeah. I think every physician out there has that ability and, and you've shown it and you demonstrated it over time. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's why I think like, it's, it's just really exciting to talk to this community in particular, yeah. because when I see them actually follow through, 
when they take that action, they get over that initial fear or whatever it might be. Oh man, amazing things happen. And you've seen it. That's mm -hmm. why you have this podcast. You do, you've coached a lot of people on that. Mm -hmm. You've done these things. And so that's what I'm seeing daily. And it's really cool to see that. And I'm trying to continue to bring stories like this to people yeah. out there, whether it's on the blog, the podcast, you know, summits like that. It's so important. It's so important. So let's talk about these multiple streams of income because there are, you know, passive streams of income and then there are more mm -hmm. active streams of income. And then there, there, there is everything in between and every industry in between. So you chose real estate as a, as a stream of income and obviously you're passive MD. So that means you've, you've learned how to make it a passive stream of income. And I have to say, real I'm just in the, in the, the space of jumping into real estate. So this is all new to me and I love talking about it, but talk to me about like, what was, what was it that made you go into real estate as opposed to starting something that was more active in terms of the streams of revenue? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny because when I talked to those doctors and I said, what are you doing outside of medicine? Mm -hmm. I would say 75 to 80% said, oh, I invest in real estate. Uh, and it wasn't genius for me to figure out, all right, well, they've kind of figured out the path. Mm -hmm. And so why not just do it? I mean, mm -hmm. I like to think that I'm totally unique and have these amazing, like, you know, my life is, you know, so different, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, like, pretty same. I mean, like we're all, we have a very similar experience. We all had this, we actually had similar goals, which was mm -hmm. we want to live a good life, have mm -hmm. good family lives, mm -hmm. you know, live fulfilled lives, these mm -hmm. kind of things. And I said, look, if they're doing it with the time that they have and they're busy, some of them are surgeons, anesthesiologists, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm like, if they can do it, then I can do it. And they kept telling me that they're like, it's not rocket science. It's mm -hmm. not these type of things it's like, it's possible for you to figure it out, you know, especially if you can find the right avenues and the vehicles and real estate seemed to work for people. And I thought it would seem to be the perfect type of passive income stream. And the reason for that is that, you know, once, you know, real estate has an ability that, to provide cash flow at the end of the day, and you know, you're able to use your capital, your time, maybe some intelligence, mm -hmm. throw it in there. And at the end of the day, it's able to really provide a check for you every month. Yeah. And I like that aspect of it. It's very concrete. Mm -hmm. It's not something where necessarily you just put money in and you hope 20, 25, 30 years from now, it's going to pay off dividends mm -hmm. and that you grind until that point. Mm -hmm. I saw a pathway in real estate so that it could start creating and replacing my clinical income pretty much from year one. And not like, I'm not saying it completely replacing year one, yeah. but I saw a pathway, mm -hmm. you know, for me in five years, 10 years mm -hmm. to totally replace it with the, the income that was coming in from real estate. And I saw many examples of that. Wow. Uh, some in my, even my own family, once I started looking into it. And so I was like, all right, I didn't know about these things. Right. And that's why I started going into real estate. Now, real estate's a huge wide umbrella term. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's like, it's like, I'm going into medicine. You know, you can't just say I'm going to medicine. There's like, there's just like, you know, there's so many nuances to that, right? right? right. Of that whole industry. Mm -hmm. The same thing with real estate. And so that's why when I tell people, when I hear people talk about real estate and they say, oh yeah, real estate's risky. I'm like, what you know, you're talking about this whole umbrella of right. there's this huge thing. There are different risks. Yes. Mm -hmm. There are some safer things with lower returns, maybe some, you know, a little bit more risky or a little bit more, um, you know, bold things to do that you might get a little higher return, but it's a huge spectrum. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I found in particular that I want to focus on two, I mean, really two main areas of real estate. And that's what's, you know, active and passive investing by either owning my own properties mm -hmm. or investing in other people's deals who are mm -hmm. really putting their time, energy, and making me money with my money. So those are the two major pathways that I said, look, if I can put these two things together, 
I'm going to be able to create a monthly check for myself. I love it. So that I would be totally free from medicine in X amount of time. And yeah. that's become the case. And it's taken me about six, six or seven years to do that. That's not bad. You know, you yeah. think about, so, so I don't know how old you are. I don't think we've discussed it, but I'm 45, which, so when I'm thinking about like my 10 year plan here, it's like, oh, so 10 years, I could, I could do pretty well if I start now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm 42. So, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and the thing is, it's funny because I, I planned it kind of like in a linear fashion. Mm -hmm. I think the first thing that everyone needs to do, like people always ask me, what's the first step? And I said, the first step is not to start reading books. I said, the first step is start to imagine what kind of life you want. Like, because once you kind of get that goal in mind, whether you have that income um, goal and how long you want to get there, then the rest of it starts to fall in place. Like what you don't want to just, it's like, it's like if you're trying to get to a certain destination, like you, yes, you can just start walking and, and that's okay, but you might start walking in the wrong direction or you might have a more efficient path of getting there. Yeah. Like maybe you have to decide, I want to get in a car. I want to, you know, get in a plane. Like you have to decide by really planting your flag on where you want to get to. Right. And the rest of the, I guess the rest of the journey starts to kind of make sense. And so I tell people a lot of the time when it starts with like passive income or multiple streams of income, when you have goals, I think the very first thing you need to do is get a piece of paper, <laughs> a pen, or your phone or whatever it is, your tablet, right. and decide, I'm looking for X amount of money per month to come in, like I'll say from outside medicine, mm -hmm. and this is how much time I want to accomplish it. In. And that's where you start. You plant that flag, you know? And for me, I tell people all the time, for me, it was 20K a month for 20 years. That's what I said. I said, that seems to be realistic. I think yeah. I could do that, right? Yeah. I was like a 35 at the time, and I'm like, that means at 55, Let's just say I had about 20K coming in a month and mm -hmm. that was my goal. Mm -hmm. You know, that would allow me to have that freedom that I wanted. And that was the number that I saw in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I planted that flag first. And the funny thing was I worked backwards from there. And uh, that meant that, you know, if you're looking at it kind of like linearly, you're like, hey, that means I should get 10K in 10 years then, right? Mm -hmm. If I can create a way to get 10K in 10 years, then maybe I could do it. That seemed a little more reasonable. Then kind of working back, it was like 5K in five years and then 1K in one year. So that I'd be on the right path. So I'm like, yeah. okay, can I figure out a way through real estate to create $1,000 a month, which is $12,000 a year, mm -hmm. right? In this next year, is that possible wow. for me? Can I figure that out? And then it felt like, all right, that's a step I can take. And so that was my one focus. And then the next year was like, can I get the next $1,000 like additional? And then it became like one by one. And the funny thing is, is how it happens. And you know this, when you start yes. businesses, when you start yes. that, it's never linear. I mean, there's yes. ups and downs and ups and downs. Right. But to be, but to be honest with you, the potential is like most that. Times, if you're doing it right. Yes. It actually swoops up. Yes. Right. I mean, there's like that. Exactly. It's not linear. And mm -hmm. so that's what I found has happened over time because you just kind of start taking the steps and things start opening up yeah. and opportunities start opening up. That's so empowering. I mean, it's so funny because I tell I, when I when I'm doing my my calls with my potential clients, I always do the same thing. Like, what's your what's start with the end in mind, right? Begin with the end in mind, Stephen Covey. So, what, what, where where do you want to be, and what time do you want what time frame do you want to be there, and work backwards? And I never, I don't know why I never thought about doing that with my real estate goal, but it just makes it feel so much more workable because it's like, oh, one thousand dollars. Okay, that's my goal. One thousand dollars a month for this first year, you know, like getting to that in as a cash flow goal from real estate. Can I do that? Yeah, that seems pretty doable. And then the next year, go to the next thing. And then, you know, it's like one step at a time. 
And I think that for those of us, and I'm speaking for myself, but I know I'm speaking for myself and a lot of other people that I've talked to who are nervous about jumping into real estate because it seems so overwhelming to break it down in that little bitty goal is like, oh, okay, all I have to do is that. Now, what are the pathways to be able to do that? You know, breaking out right. the steps. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are great questions. I mean, I think that, you know, obviously I... I I mentioned that I mentioned that there are active ways to do it, passive ways. So mm. owning your own rental properties. Mm -hmm. So I think everyone knows exactly what that means. You own a property and somebody pays you rent. And that's a very simple way. And the thing is, these little houses or duplexes or apartment buildings that you buy, mm -hmm. it's just a numbers game. I mean, yeah. yes, there are people involved, there are variables involved, but it's like a business. There are, you know, rules of the game kind of that if you follow for the most part you should have an expected result. Now, obviously mm -hmm. pandemic, things, right. weird things happen. <laughs> right. But to be honest with you, if you're conservative in the way you plan these things out, you still have room for, for growth. And you know that, as, as you said, there's going to be some ups and downs, but for the most part, you're going to hit your goals. Mm -hmm. And so what I started doing initially was I started just basically reading books at that point. Okay, mm -hmm. the first thing I wanted to do um, was figure out how to do this cash flow. Let me just tell you what I did first, actually, because... You're right. It's hard to figure out where to take that first step. And I think that's obviously in any venture, that's the hardest thing to do. Where do I take that very first step? Because you know, you're like a baby, most likely you're going to stumble and you're going to fall. Right. And so like, nobody likes the idea of that. And so what I did was that I found out about this thing called crowdfunding. And what that is, is that online, some people might be familiar with the concept, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, these kind of things, GoFundMe, mm -hmm. is that people come together, contribute small amounts toward a deal. Mm -hmm. And it's all done online. It's really mm -hmm. done really easy through a click of a button, mm -hmm. but it allows you to invest in real estate at a much smaller amount. Hmm. And so I remember my very first investment that I made was a $5,000 investment. Nice. That was it. It was 5000 And I was like, okay. I think I can do that. It's not going to affect if that, mm -hmm. if something happened to it, and it yeah. blew up in my face. Mm -hmm. I will still gonna be able to feed. I mean, nobody likes to lose money. I don't right. care. I don't, I don't want to lose $5,000. Right. <laughs> right. I, I know I'm going to be able to feed my kids and it's going to be like, Hey, I, hopefully I learned something from it. Mm -hmm. And so I invested that first $5,000 in a deal where basically you are lending out money to somebody who's fixing, flipping a home. Oh. They needed capital. Mm -hmm. And what they were promising to do is you basically acted as the bank, mm -hmm. meaning that they were promising to pay you back interest at this percentage. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the one year term, mm -hmm. they were going to pay the full capital back, mm -hmm. right? Just like a bank and having an interest only loan. Right. That's really the essentially. So you were acting as that. So I did that. And I remember after one month, one month, one, um, I was, first of all, scared out of my mind. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, I got to get started. Right. And I invested in it. And a month later I saw a deposit in my bank account. I was like, whoa, what is that? <laughs> and it was like $47. <laughs> Something like that. And I was, and it's funny because I looked at that and I was like, this is amazing. I was like, and it was like 47 bucks. But I remember thinking, you know, that'll pay for, you know, a, a dinner for two, Chipotle, yeah. whatever it is, whatever uh -huh. it is. I don't know, whatever. But I was like, I got super excited because I was like, it works. <laughs> I was like, I, I did something and I was able to create money, like, you know, create an income outside of medicine. Yeah. And I didn't have to work additionally for it, right. but I put my money to use mm -hmm. and I saw that $47. Mm -hmm. And so I saw that pathway. I said, right. all right, if this made $47 and I'm trying to get to a thousand, like, what do I need to invest? What can I do now? Like, like your mind starts spinning. Right. right. All right. Now, how many of those do I need to stack on top of each other to make a thousand dollars or whatever? Right. So then I started 
Then I invested in, in another deal for, you know, a share of an apartment building and something yeah. called a syndication. Yes. Then I, then I bought my own property. All this happened within like three months. No. <laughs> yeah, you, you literally just start and it's crazy how the ball starts rolling. Yes. And like, I did not have a plan for it necessarily, like how, mm -hmm. what I was going to do next. Mm -hmm. But then I bought my own rental property and I said that I know the numbers now. I'm starting mm -hmm. to understand a little bit more, but mm -hmm. I have to learn. And I know that cash flow, meaning that your income minus your expenses, what's mm -hmm. left at the end of the day, mm -hmm. and it ended up being a couple hundred bucks a month. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, now how many of those do I need to do? And it mm -hmm. just kind of, it just started being a game. In a way, a good game, a yeah, fun game, but cool. it started, it's like, the, it's like the financial freedom game, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like, I found myself on the journey and that was one way to do that. Like buying my own properties, there are ways to invest, like you said, like I mentioned, right. mm -hmm. as like, you know, you lend your money out and those mm -hmm. things are typically referred to as hard money loans. Mm -hmm. That's just like a, a term that's used out there called hard money loans. You can buy your own property and, and get the rent and, and make some cash flow on top of that. The other thing is you can invest in these passive deals where there are people that do this on a professional basis. Mm -hmm. They go out, they find apartment buildings, uh, they put funds together to buy multiple apartment buildings, mm -hmm. but what they need is your capital. Mm -hmm. And so what you do is you invest your capital with them, mm -hmm. they do all the work, and at the end of the day, they cut you a check. Yeah. And that is the goal for a lot of what I do when I do passive real estate investing. Mm -hmm. I want to do the due diligence up front. I want to make sure I'm investing in the right people, the right building, the right market. And I do all that, you know, yeah. research up front and that's where the work is. Mm -hmm. But then once I pay in, then they do everything and I expect a monthly check or quarterly check. Nice. And that's what I consider totally passive income yeah. because yes, there's some work up front, but after that, it's just something they refer to sometimes as mailbox, mailbox money. Yes. But, you know, that, that's what you, <laughs> see, you get checks in the mailbox. Now it's just the direct deposits into your um, bank account. But um, yeah. those are some major ways to do that in real estate. That's amazing. So you, but here's the thing, you went from, you took it to the next level though, right? So you went from investing in real estate to then teaching others about investing in real estate. And now, as I understand it, even around the syndication, you're doing, you're doing some education around the syndication. So talk to me about how that shift happened. Because again, we're talking multiple streams of income. So you have like the, the income stream from real estate. Then you started passive and B. Now you got an income stream from that. Then you started leveraging growth. So, you know, it's like, there's all of these various things. And I mean, we could go on and on. I mean, this could be a part two, because we could talk about <laughs> affiliate stuff next time. Because I hadn't even oh, yeah. touched that stream of income yet. So maybe we should plan a part two. But tell sure. us about moving from that, that investing in, in real estate to teaching about investing in real estate. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're the type of person, but I'm definitely the type of person when I find something good, whether it's a good service or a good restaurant, I'm telling everybody, you got to go check this place out. Like it's a cool place I found. You got to yeah. go eat there, mm -hmm. get this type of thing. And so I, I was doing the same thing when I started creating this other income. I started because I saw that a bunch of my colleagues were not, you know, they were in the same situation. They weren't happy. And, you know, they were creating family life. You know, we, we'd go out, you know, have a drink or something. We'd talk about it and I'd say, look, guys, like I talked to this doctor, this surgeon, and he was telling me about investing in real estate. So I started doing it too. And this is what's happening. You know, I started creating, I'm starting to create income. Mm -hmm. And I can see this pathway now. Mm -hmm. And so I started telling as many people as I could about it. And I talk about it when, I was yeah, like in, in the hospital, I talk about it in lounge, in the coffee line, these kind of things. I started talking to people and say, mm. what are you doing? You know, <laughs> what is your solution? And we started talking about it and people are like, oh, I need to know more. And I try to tell them in between cases or whatever. And they're like, hey, do you mind uh, 
like, where are you finding this information? You know, are there resources out there? And at that time I said, yes, you can check out, you know, this, these forums or these books. But I was, I was like, you know, it's funny because there's nothing really specifically out there for physicians mm. because, you know, they were talking about some of these things in real estate. These forums were like, go out and, you know, call 150 leads to try to find an apartment building that somebody's trying to sell <laughs> off to, with their, their old mom. And then you sell it to somebody else and make an income. And I'm like, we don't have time for that. I was, like, I was like, yeah, I don't talk about that. But I was like, you know, what we do have is we have capital a lot of times yeah. and we have the capital, meaning that, are we able to create that capital, yeah. but we need to know where to use it. And so I just couldn't find anything for us. And so I just started like, yeah, it took, it took a while for me to kind of get past the fear of actually launching something. Of course. Like I'd never launched a blog before. I, yeah. I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself as a writer or, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, it actually took me a year to actually put it out. Mm -hmm. But I finally put together some articles on real estate investing. I just put it out there. Yeah. I'm MD, but it's just like, I didn't expect it to necessarily become an income source. Like mm -hmm. I just was trying to tell people about it. And I wanted to tell my friends. And I just wanted to tell them, hey, just read this. Because yeah. I mean, I was also saying the same things over and over and, and over, over yeah, again. That's how you know so you got my, a course yeah. or some type yeah. of business. <laughs> Yeah, so, and so I was like, you know, to save my voice too, I was like, right. I'm just here, here's the information that I'm finding yeah. out and you can follow along with my journey. It was mm -hmm. never a point where I was like, I'm the expert mm -hmm. and let me teach you. And that was never really the point either. It was kind of like, here's what I'm learning along the way. Mm -hmm. And I may be just a few steps ahead of you, mm -hmm. but this is what I'm figuring out. And there were some good things I was figuring out, some bad things I was figuring out, some mistakes I was making. And let's just kind of like, just get our information, get it out there and learn together. And so that was kind of the point of Passive Income MD. And it just kept growing and growing, which is great. And so people started asking questions. We started a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. We, um, you know, started, you know, people started asking me like, can you actually teach me this stuff? You know, like mm -hmm. just show me how you are doing this because you are investing passively. And I started sharing my portfolio with people. I started putting it out on there. Here's my results mm -hmm. and here's what I'm learning. So people started saying, can you show me how to do it? And I said, well, I read this book and I read this book and I, you know, <laughs> talked to this person, talked to this forum. They're, they're like, like, I don't no, have time no, no, for no, that. No, 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 I don't, I don't have time for that. You know, and they're like, can you just, yeah, can you just like show me your process? And I'm like, that's funny because. I never thought of doing a course before and I've never built a course or doing anything. And I was like, all right, why don't I try? And so I put together something and yeah. people were getting great results from it. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Let me try it again. <laughs> I started kind of upgrading it and it became, right. yeah, it became what's known today is now it's called passive real estate Academy. Mm -hmm. And it teaches people how to confidently invest in these passive real estate investments, like mm -hmm. syndications, yes. funds that I talk about and how to really create that roadmap for them to create that life of financial freedom that they want. Mm -hmm. using it. So not only do they are able to confidently invest in these things, knowing what to invest in, what not to invest in, because that's probably more important because you're going to see these deals all over the place. Mm -hmm. You're like, I don't know what not to invest in because you don't want to make that mistake. Mm -hmm. And then also we present people with opportunities mm -hmm. to invest that have been vetted by us. But again, at that point, you should know how to vet them as well. Right. And then also they have a community of like-minded investors who are out yes. there talking about these things, yes. seeking each other out. Mm -hmm. And I've found for me, like, you know, there's like these roadmaps out there, but the two things that I found have really accelerated my learning, my growth. Uh, one of those things that you mentioned already is to model other people, mm -hmm. right? You find good people doing it mm -hmm. and they figure something else out. So 
oftentimes I try to get as much information them as possible. Some of it's paid, some of it's non-paid, some of it I have to, I want to provide tons of value to them. So they provide value to me. Mm -hmm. And, but either way, I find people to model and I know that that's going to provide shortcuts for Mm -hmm. me so that I don't make some of the same mistakes, you know, I made, and it's probably going to, you know, increase like how quickly I can learn these things in like, instead of taking years, maybe weeks or months. Right. And so that's the goal. Um, because I want to start living my life now. I don't want to wait. <laughs> Absolutely. Five, 10 years. So you got you got to model people. Number one, mm-hmm. model, find good people to model. And then the next thing you got to find a community, community of people who are just going to push you. Absolutely. We're going to share information resources. Mm-hmm. You definitely want to be inspired by those people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that has been the two things that we've really tried to do and bake that into the course. And that's really, I think, what's allowed people to kind of get on this journey and accelerate a lot faster than they would on their own. That's awesome. That is awesome. So now you're doing this new thing with syndication, right? Yeah, I mean, we teach about that. I mean, we mm-hmm. teach about it, but we also let people know about some of the opportunities yes. when, we, when we find them. And mm-hmm. here's been my goal. The syndication, just in case what people are, are, are wondering what that means. I mentioned yes. it a few times here. I remember when I heard that term, it sounded bad to me. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, it's I, like TV I, I watch, syndication. What? what? <laughs> it's, either t- it's either TV syndication where shows are reruns or it's like crime syndicates. Like, like you watch someone that's like, I, that's what I was thinking. But what it really is essentially, it's a pooling of funds to like purchase a property, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you've, everyone talked about it. We should get it together. A few of us get together. Let's, let's, let's buy a property together. That's mm-hmm. essentially a syndication. But when you buy into these things in, in like a professional level, there's somebody who puts together these deals and then raises money from others to actually invest in the deal. And that's usually called a syndication. And so, you know, I found that there are so many opportunities out there. Like once you actually kind of start getting out there and looking for these things, you're like, mm-hmm. how do I know who to invest in? And how do you know what's good? And that's been the biggest challenge. And that's a, the biggest reason for the course. Mm-hmm. But then people, not only from the course, they want to know like, all right, we've taken the course. We want to see more of these opportunities. Mm-hmm. And what are you investing in? And so right. I go out there. I, I've created a network of people that I'm constantly networking with. I go to mm-hmm. real estate conferences. You know, because of the blog, I have some, you know, hopefully some opportunities that come my way. Um, and so what I've really tried to do is get people together, mm-hmm. leverage you know, our collective capital, mm-hmm. leverage our collective experience, leverage our collective, whatever it is, because mm-hmm. we're all very qualified investors. Mm-hmm. And then try to go out there and find these deals and hopefully get better terms, number one, if we can, and, and, and really seek out good opportunities for people. Mm-hmm. And we've been able to do that through our investor club. And we have something called investor club now where, yes. you know, there's two levels of it. There's one where it's just free. If anybody goes at my blog at mm-hmm. the end of it, there's always a place to just, you know, get in there. And, and really right now, all we do is present opportunities for people and just say, Hey, if I find a good opportunity, like I just let people know about it. You have to do your own due diligence at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And I always recommend that. But if you join our course in Academy, you get, you know, part of a community that vets these deals together. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, that's really, you know, it started with, you know, giving people education, but then people are always asking for more. And whenever you're creating a business, whenever you're creating a business, if people are asking for more, it's kind of your responsibility to give them more. If that's what you're, if you're truly trying to take them on that journey. Right. And I found that, yes, in the beginning, it was just education. Mm-hmm. But now, like, I feel like it's my mission, not only to educate people, mm-hmm. is to really cause impact and get them to the place where they want to be. And how can I do that? And so that's why we start to keep adding on new stuff, whether it's the podcast, yeah. the course, these, yeah. you know, investment vehicles, and things like that. And it's just come as people have asked for it. 
It's a good, it's a good problem to have when people are asking for more yeah. because it, it's a sign that you really are making that impact and that you, it, you really are helping people to achieve this, this like new level of freedom. And so, you know, for that, I acknowledge you because you are, I mean, I've been following you for quite a while and then I've had the, the opportunity to participate in the Leverage and Grow Accelerator. And, you know, we've had a couple of chats outside of here and I just can see your, your, um, your passion for what you do, your passion for impacting and helping others. And it's just such an amazing thing. And it's, it's nice because it's the first time we've really gotten to talk about the real estate aspect of what you do. And I just, I so honor you for who you are in our community, helping us to gain that freedom out, be, get from under the thumb of, you know, the, the, the powers that be, as I call them. <laughs> So, so I just really appreciate for you for that. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there are so many things that we just are not in control of. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and it's really up to us to really figure that out. Yeah. And as physicians, I think it's good that, you know, what you're doing, you know, hopefully what I'm doing is just giving people options. And sometimes like just having that choice and that freedom mm -hmm. for people, it's like, it's, it's, it changes their mindset, changes yeah. their life, changes their family's life. You know, who knows what kind of impact you can make by just giving people those different options and letting people know what's out there. Yeah. And that really drives me at the end of the day. And like you said, there are multiple streams of income. I'll just talk about that real quick. It's been the real estate. It's been these businesses, some mm -hmm. other businesses. Mm -hmm. And it's just been, um, you know, some people have maybe said that, you know, it seems like I, I, I'm all over the place. And to be honest with you, I am all over the place. Like, uh, if I see an opportunity, I feel compelled to at least mm -hmm. look into it, mm -hmm. seek it out. Mm -hmm. But what it's allowed me to do is that in times when like COVID hits, like these things you cannot predict. Yes. You never know what's going to yes. go up. You never right. know what's going to go down. Mm -hmm. But for me, I know that if one thing's, you know, one stream dries up, mm -hmm. there's another stream that's going to support me. And maybe that stream right. is growing great, greater. So for me, I don't know if you've heard that saying that millionaires have seven streams of income or mm -hmm. something like that. There's some kind of saying yeah. about millionaires have seven streams of income. Yeah. And so for me, you know, I have more than seven streams of income. And if I really look at what those are, whether it's the stock market, whether it's these kind of things, mm -hmm. but my goal from the very beginning is I didn't say just seven streams of income. I want seven streams of six figure income. That was what yes. originally what it was. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So eventually, hopefully that might be seven streams of seven figure income, but nice. I mean, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. But that is like, yes, I could take that one stream of income mm -hmm. and try to go. And that's fine. And that's great. Cause a lot of people do that and have much success with that. Mm -hmm. But it's funny cause I've talked to a lot of those entrepreneurs have gone through a lot of those big waves. Mm -hmm. When I talk to them, a lot of them say they had wished they had, you know, they poured everything into one business. Yeah. Like poured in, they kept, reinvesting and doing mm -hmm. everything. And then when mm -hmm. something happened, something pivoted in society, the economy, mm -hmm. something changed, technology, mm -hmm. you know, for people like AI is going to be the next thing, whereas really mm -hmm. that we talked about that disrupting mm -hmm. everything and they poured into one company and one thing and never found a way to pivot, then things change and they didn't have anything else. Yeah. And, so, and these are major entrepreneurs that I talked to who had, mm -hmm. you know, hundred million dollar companies that just totally crumbled and you see it all the time right now. Mm -hmm. Companies going bankrupt right now. Mm -hmm. How many companies have gone bankrupt? Oh my gosh. But, Big ones yeah. too. Yeah, big ones too. And so like for me, I'm like, you know what? I would I like to have a lot of different legs under that table. <laughs> That's if right. If something gets knocked out, it's there. That's for me. And again, allows yeah. me to kind of 
really tap into that whole creative side that I feel that I have. Yeah. You know, I think that's what business has done for me as well. Is it like, you, you, you said at the beginning, we get on this sort of like moving sidewalk of medicine and, it, and, and, our, and our vision just goes and just like, it's so tunneled, right? But then when we start to like, you know, get into things like real estate or start businesses or invest in the stock market or whatever these various streams of income, collaborate with people, affiliate income, all of these various streams of income that are potential, it does spark our creativity like, okay, now what can I do next? You know, and it does become somewhat of a game, right? Like, what leg can I put under the table next? Do you know? Uh -huh. So that, that's really, that's really great. Well, you know, I could talk to you all day about multiple streams of income. And uh, like I said, we may have to have a part two. I just so appreciate you giving your time to me today and giving your wisdom and knowledge to our listeners. Uh, because real estate's not one that we've talked about often on the show. I know this is going to be this is going to be eaten up by the crowd. So I just appreciate you, and I want you to just tell our listeners where they can follow you and where they can find out more about what you do with the passive uh, income. I mean, the the passive MD real estate academy mm -hmm. and all the other things that you do with that, and the leverage and grow accelerator too. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Um, you know, I can. My, you know, the major hub of everything is is the blog and website, Passive Income MD, and from there, there are different places. Uh, we have our course, Passive Real Estate Academy, that you can find to there. We launch that maybe one or two times a year, and people can join uh, to be part of that community. Uh, we only do that once or twice a year because it's it's time intensive. We put live Q and A's, we put all that, and we try to get people through it. So, fortunately, I can't do that year round, but we have that. We also have the leveraging growth. Uh, summit that we're now going to do once a year where we just kind of interview different physicians, give people, uh, you know, stories of physicians doing amazing things mm -hmm. and something new that we launched this year that I was so excited to have you as part of and really <laughs> feature and highlight you is the leverage and growth accelerator community. Mm -hmm. And what that community is, it's a community of really just, just, I just say kick butt physicians yes. who are, who are really <laughs> just trying to create, businesses and streams and, and entrepreneurs. Um, they're just trying to build something um, and, and really utilize all sorts of what the, you know, the resources that they have, whether it's medicine, whether it's their creativity resource, mm -hmm. and they're getting together and really encouraging each other to, to build these sort of things and really accelerate them in terms of their business path as well as their life path. Mm -hmm. And so I've just seen so many amazing things happen in the couple of months that we've had this thing. Mm -hmm. People are launching businesses, That's ideas, fair. blogs, coaching. I mean, you just name it. Mm -hmm. And to have this supportive community of people just pushing you and sharing those resources, I think is really unique. And mm -hmm. so it's something that I wish I had early on in my journey. And it's again, it's one of these things where you build what you want in some ways and then what people are asking for. And that's what the Accelerator community has been. And there's one other thing that's coming up actually, uh, if people aren't able to join the academy, if people are interested in real estate, mm -hmm. every year I hold a conference as well. Mm -hmm. Now it's usually in person, and, but this year, because of everything going on, right. it's going to be virtual. It's going to take place in October. Mm. You can look out for that. Nice. I call it financial freedom through investing in real estate. Nice. And we had it last year. This year, it will be virtual. And there are opportunities to hear from physicians who have utilized real estate to create that financial freedom. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about active, passing, uh, passive, tax stuff. We're going to be talking about all of that, all in, in one conference, high yield session. So nice. um, over like, I think it's going to be over two days. So Anyways, uh, that's where you can find me. But um, yeah, I'd love to hear from you guys and let me know how I can support you. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have all of the links in the show notes, you guys. So make sure you check out Dr. Peter Kim, PassiveMD.com, right? And um, Leveraging, what's the website for Leveraging Grow Accelerator? 
Yeah, it's the, um, well, you, you go through leveraginggrowth.com. That's our main website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so leveraginggrowth.com. And there's an opportunity there to jump on the accelerator community. Yes. The thing is the accelerator community, because of like how intensive it is, we, again, we may only open it up once or twice a year for yes. people. It may not be, it may not be open at this time when you look at it, but um, you know, when we do open things up, we let people know if you want to sign up on the wait list. So I was going to say, yeah, uh, get on the wait list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, it, it's, it's fun. And like I said, we want to really grow that community and really support each person as best yes. we can. Very good. Very good. So thanks. Uh, thank you so much again for, you know, just coming on, sharing your time, sharing your wisdom, sharing your knowledge, sharing wonderful conversation. Um, I appreciate you. I look forward to the next time we get to collaborate because, you know, uh, you're my new best friend. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. man. I love it. It's so fun. It yeah. is. We have some fun conversations. So you all check out Dr. Peter Kim. We'll have all of his links in the show notes. And as always, I appreciate you all as my listeners. Without you, there is no podcast. And so just, um, you know, if you could leave a comment, let us know how, how much you love Dr. Peter Kim on this episode and how much you love the show. So other people know this show is legit. So we will see you on the next episode. You all stay safe and have a wonderful rest of the day and a wonderful rest of the week. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode of Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as the rest. Remember to go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time a new episode is released. It is you as our listener who help our podcast to grow. So if you like this podcast, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you are inspired, we'd really appreciate it if you'd write a quick review and share it with five of your friends. We want to continue to expand our reach and bring this transformation to all of those doctors and medical professionals out there who are still seeking more autonomy, more freedom, more expression, and purpose in their careers and lives. Finally, if you want to learn more about how I can help you as a doctor or medical professional transform your mindset, leverage your skill set, and create a profitable business and career you love by your design, please check out my website, www.drmaisha.com. That's D-R-M-A-I-Y-S-H-A.com. On my website, you can access one of my three free masterclasses to get you started on your journey to the next level. Have a wonderful rest of the day and an amazing rest of the week, y'all. And keep your head up looking to the next level. Namaste.